Welcome on into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. I think my name's Iman. And I'm Tina Marie. Yay! She said, pull the choke and say love. Oh, the door. Won't you say it to me, say it to me, say it to me, baby. The sound is escaping, the sound is escaping. No, that's cool. The vocal's still crispy. No, but when they listen to it. Uh, but we can hear it. All right, let's see. No, but it's that's for when it's recorded. Like it, this room has to be. All right, we going I feel like it's not going to be as dramatic as your delivery was, but it's okay. It's all right, Sabrina. It's okay. You just wanted to protect the quality. Yeah. A black girl brunch. Yes. For our listeners. Yes. There we go. How's your week? Um. Honestly, I don't remember. Oh, I was off Saturday. Very rare. Um, and I ordered groceries from Amazon, and I'm turned. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading. I should. I need to put my phone down. <laughs> my, That's what I said. Not the well. Something you said absolutely sent me. But I'm talking to someone at my uh, work, and they were saying that they rather would rather have a corona the coronavirus than do an activity we all hate. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> That's pretty intense, but I know you're not all the way lying. Like, I know you would rather Me rather virus. get my face tattooed and do abs at the gym. I know. Oh, <laughs> shouts to us. Me, uh, Sabrina and I just came from the gym, and we did some ab work. Me and did some gym, and I can't wait to go home and wash my ass crack. Oh, absolutely, because it's, um, it's definitely sweaty. So, um, <laughs> no, no. What did I do this week? I really again. Oh, I had. A, I went to a party this weekend. I got yeah. my hair dyed. She, I did. I did healthy things. I did healthy things. I'm feeling so much fucking better than last week, yo. I don't want to feel like that again, yo. You ever, you ever get over? I know you know what I mean. You get over this really rough patch emotionally, and you. I don't want to go back there ever, ever, ever no. again. And knowing you that you can't get me, knowing that you can get there, you always fear like, oh my god, I can get that dark. So I just pray to God that I just at least give me a few years before I go back there. Like, I don't know. Just not right now. That's all I got to say. It's just not right now. But you keep your love. I want you to say it to me. Say it to, say it to me. Mm, I was definitely a character. Yeah, you really were. You killed that. Thank you. Did a great job. Okay, so let's get into this fade four for this week. Um, so we were, I was just thinking about all the shows that I missed the other day. That's a really good one, Iman. Thank you. So for this week, our fade four are going to be the four shows that we wish were, um, back on air or would just come back. Anything. So you first. So my shows that I have on my list are no particular order. It never is. I have The Nanny. Oh, I love the nanny. Remember we used to watch that on the phone together? <laughs> but I love, I love the nanny so much, and that like is responsible for like a whole bunch of my style. Um, um, really quick, just to think about the nanny that brought me back to when we was high school. We used to watch. Remember we used to watch comic uh, stuff on Comedy Central together. We were obsessed with Comedy Central. We were obsessed so with weird. like live comedy we shows. We love stand up. Or the fact that we literally always used to be on the phone watching movies together. Like I, I miss that. Like about child. Like me and my little cousin were just saying how we miss that about childhood. Like certain shit you did, and it was just like so fun to be like, hey, um. Uh, we remember we watched like we I watched High School Musical on, on the, the phone. phone. We watched Seventeen again on the. I mean, is this a, yeah? That movie was Zac Efron. Remember when he went back to? Oh yes, we, I love that movie. And it was unexpectedly really great. Yeah, we, we watched really, that movie together. We tried to watch Five Hundred Days of Summer, but that shit was trash. I ended up. I watched it. 
I think he watched it separately, but it looks like. I know. I think I really feel like you was around. I would not have watched that shit by myself. <laughs> Twenty seven dresses. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Hannah Montana new episodes. That was so fun. But now we can't. No, we be busyish and we be tired. I'm like, bro. You be like, I, I listen. I can't talk right now. And I'm like, it's cool. I just wanted to tell you something for 15 minutes to hang up. <laughs> it's bad, John. Um, another one is. I'm going to say, I was thinking about this, but I'm like, do I really want it to come back? No. So, X that <laughs> off my list. Um, what I'm going to say is, I'm going to say the show that I want okay. first. Well, the show that I want to come back some way is The Munsters. I mm. love The Munsters so much, obviously, because I got Lily Munster tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love, I think, like... I really be watching shit like The Monsters and Golden Girls and cracking the fuck up at the jokes. Like, the jokes be so, like, it oh don't gosh. even be that funny for real. It just be, like, stuff. Like, I can't explain it, but I really be cracking the fuck up. Like, watching The Monsters and how dumb, like, Herman is. Yeah. And then he be like, uh, like, like, he'll say something, like, he'll be hungry. He be like, oh, I can sure go for a bat soup. Like, I be cracking the fuck up. It's so, unca- it's so nasty and not real it's so ghoul like, and goblin like like i really be like crack like belly fucking laughing <laughs> like, i love stuff like that me too because it's like it's, it's wholesome it is and it take you out of the world and it's like not problematic it's like nobody no not a group of people is being made fun of it's just it's funny bring that back um another thing that remind me some i my new obsession is watching glamour videos um on the glamour um YouTube channel where they um cost like um fashion historians like dissect TV shows and movies and they like see if like costuming and stuff is accurate. Uh-huh. So my dad was watching it with me and um because he loved movies and stuff too. So he's watching it with me and he's watching one video on um like is the costuming in the Titanic accurate. And it was everything was accurate in the Titanic except for the makeup. Cause the ladies like in the nineteen twenties or stuff, they didn't wear that makeup. The makeup was like more nineties, but since it's movies, the audience want to watch people that are visually appealing. Mm. So we kept on they had like first of all, one of the costumes was fucking seven layers. That's a lot of fucking clothes. And me and my dad was watching it. We was like, yeah, bring that back. <laughs> like it was like it was like beaded gowns like to the floor, <laughs> stockings with like little pumps. Me Period. and my dad was like, yeah, bring that back. <laughs> like imagine wearing it. Anyway. Hideous. The um you probably like cause it's gown. Kay oh yeah, Winston, I love gowns. Kate Winston look gorgeous in Titanic. Oh yeah, I, I definitely love a good gown, we, and especially if the cleavage uh, it is was out. Beat it! <laughs> look at this shit. <laughs> um, my third one is the United States of Terror. Mm. I fucking love that show so much. That's how I first got into Tony Collette. She is such a great actress. It's amazing. Um, I we t- are Tony Collette. <laughs> Stands. Honestly, that woman can act her ass, ass off. off. And she played, I forgot how many alters she had. It might have been like seven. And then by the end of the series, you found that it was like way more alters than that. But she played all these different characters. And every different character, I believed. Like she was a kid. She was like a teenage Teenager. girl. She was a guy, which is one of my favorite ones. And like she made you each, like the alter of the character, she made you like fall in love with them. Mm-hmm. Like I really, like I was like so attached to um like her character um T which was like the teenage girl and like I can't stand Buck T. was oh, <laughs> I thought she was 
she was so funny. T was too sassy for me. <laughs> and I liked Buck, which was the guy. Like, when she was that guy, I kind of, like, started getting a crush on her. Here we go. Here we go. But every time I think about that show, I think about how you hated her husband. Yeah, I was literally was, waiting for you to finish. I was waiting for you to finish. And now I see, because, like, he liked the fact that she was mentally ill. Because it made him, her, her depend on, he liked being the only one to understand her. <laughs> yeah. And, like, being like, oh, my God, no, like, she's dependent on me. Good. He would be like, T, is that you? I'm like, yeah, you bitch. That's how he was. Look at you, messy like, bitch. You ready for some tea? You ready for some drama? He said, hey, but, like, he would, like, whenever she would, like, switch, like, the, the altars, he would be, like, on board and, also, like, talking to him. It's just like, you know, I once might accept me, but please don't be a freak. Like, you know what I mean? Don't he be a freak, a freak about it. He, he I think he got turned on by his wow. wife being all these different people. 100%. It's like, 100%. I just didn't. Also, he was, that actor was Aiden and Sex in the City. Exactly. And it's just something about him. He just seemed like an enabler. Like, yeah, I don't such know. An like, like, when you're going to get better, he's like, you sure you want to do this? Is this, like, hard he for like, you? are you, listen, are you really off the drugs or do you just want to take some more? You're like, what? <laughs> 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 it's like, okay, pour some more. <laughs> It's okay for it tomorrow. <laughs> Crazy as shit. He's like, bro, you you had my best interest at heart. Yeah, like not? looking at that, I loved her daughter who's played by Brie Larson. Yeah, I um, loved her daughter. But yeah, I didn't th- realize it was her. But it, wow. seemed, it seemed like he was just a phenomenal actress on that show. Phenomenal. <laughs> Across <laughs> the board. Across the fucking board. Across the board. Um <sighs> So in my last show, I feel like this show should really for real come back for the youth Gullah Gullah Island. Yes, he said, come and let's play together <laughs> in the bright sunny weather. Let's all go to Gullah Gullah Island. Go, he said, Binya Binya. Binya Binya Polly Wally. No, Binya Binya was a freak, though. He can't, I don't think, Frenya from, I said, Frenya Frenya. Binya Binya cannot let, make it in 2020 because, like, he did some shit to me that was like, whoa. Like, one time, I was like, pause. <laughs> But I was watching a clip trying to show my little brother what type of shit I used to watch. And I was so embarrassed because the kids were playing and then the camera zoomed up and Binya Binya was in the tree watching them. Lenny was like, oh, shit. Like, what? Lenny was like, why is he watching those kids? He uh, making noises. <laughs> and he was like, Binya Binya. I'd be like, get your ass out that tree and stay away from them kids. <laughs> He'd be on the porch watching him. He'd be, he would, <laughs> I mean, he would invite himself into like play dates and stuff. Also, a Polly Wally. Watch that Polly walk around them kids. That's all I got to say. Also, a Polly Wally, why was he that fucking big? He was huge. And he would just sit, squat down on the porch like yes. this. <laughs> twerking and whatnot like I just thought I didn't like that him watching the kids the thing is the kids didn't know he was there right they were having a conversation and the camera zoomed out and we was like whoa <laughs> that yo if I find that clip again I'm gonna share it on Twitter tomorrow I, I will fucking cry Eva. my little was like what tip uh, now, why is he voguing like that? <laughs> nah, he was too, like, he really would be up in their shit. And then when they noticed him, he would, like, be dancing with him. So I'm like, you wanted to be a part of the party so fucking bad. And he always was acting shy at first. Like, yeah. Binya, Binya. Then he talk, Then he talk like, broken English, like, Binya, Binya, want to come or something. <laughs> but honestly, he did create stallionies before Megan. Yeah, because he would always <laughs> Binya, be there. Binya, Binya walks home. Megan the stallion can run. <laughs> And that's just real, real that's shit. That's definitely T. He just was, jo- he was Joe as shit. He was really big and really Joe at and the same he's time. he's yellow. 
and loud. Like, no. And also, <laughs> Mama, the Mama Gullah Gullah from, I don't know her, remember her name, but Mama Gullah Gullah with her, she, she really killed it also, with that, why was those he so braids. Big? We never got we never got explanation. But that was some healthy black representation as a kid. It was. Somebody- it was so much culture. I always, the thing is I watch Gullah Gullah Island so much. I used to get mad when I walked down the street and I ain't see niggas in stilts and stuff. Cuz they know, made me feel like that was normal. That show was so fucking fun like honestly I hate to say it, hope it all sound <laughs> ridiculous, but that show way better than Barney. Yeah, you know what though, but I, I really loved it all. Allegra's window was another one. I loved I really it all, loved. but when you think about it, the layers. Oh yeah, you learned more. You learned more from Gullah Gullah Island. It was definitely way better, and it was made more like I don't really rem- like. I remember stuff from Barney. I really was obsessed with Baby Bob. He's another creep though, Barney. Why are y'all leaving y'all kids with these big ass animals, colorful animals? I was upset. And BJ used to always try to be the cool kid. Oh, I couldn't stand though when you I was a hate kid. Guys, <laughs> goofy as shit. He I like hated baby BJ. Bob. You're just a baby. It's like you fucking baby too. Yeah, y'all all fucking baby. You're like two months older than her. Exactly. And when email when I tell you when I was a fucking kid, I was upset. That's with Baby Bop. Like, I had all this Baby Bop stuff. Like, I like Baby mom. Bop, too. She's adorable. Because also, like, I thought I was Baby Bop. Baby Bop was freaking adorable. Also, lashes on point. Why am I getting a Baby Bop tattoo? Baby Bop said, real lashes. <laughs> I fucking love. Sorry, I'm looking at. Um, Baby Bop has her boutique for last extensions as we speak. Beautiful. I'm looking at the stats for Binya Binya. It's a species frog, gender male. No shit. That thing's fucking creep. <laughs> almost choked oh god so um that was your fourth yeah that's my fourth yes uh, oh nothing about respect for Gullah Gullah the show that I was gonna say was Dexter's Laboratory oh yeah that you know what I that really hate it used to make me laugh so fucking it's hard so hard with him fucking playing DD, she was Joe as shit he be like DD, you can't understand what your stupid <laughs> bird brain <laughs> I'm like yeah but you just mad cause she taller than you Man, sorry. That's what the real problem was. If Dexter was taller than a genius, he would have been so much nicer. Yeah, and that that's just it. But I don't know, cause look at Mandark. Mandark was tall, and he that's, was still an asshole. You know, when I wrote that down, I was thinking about Mandark stuff, cause me, <laughs> I think it was me and Jarrell would fucking laugh at him so fucking. Cause I remember he was like, chill, 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 and mom had again the original. She was the prototype for these bodies. That's honestly like Dexter's mom. Yeah, that's my goal. Sorry, I just left. All right, I know we need to move on, but I just picture this episode where the dad got really mad because Dexter touched something. <laughs> He's like, Dexter, when you get off, like, and like, I remember as a kid, like, being like, what the fuck? He just snapped. Like, what? Uh, okay. <laughs> so, number one on my list is MTV Cribs. Because That's a good one. You know it's on Amazon? No. It's on Amazon to watch. Oh my God. You really just made my life. Because I was gonna I was gonna watch it the other day. Oh my god, no, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I am so happy. I've been uh so the thing is I'm just nosy and I like to know I like to know everything. I like knowing what's in the refrigerators. I like to know like oh my god. I'm just thinking about my favorites off the top of my head. Of course, Mariah Carey. Tony Hawk had a really cool home. Shaq's 
I, I liked when celebrities like Shaq uh, did theirs because his house was so bomb, he took the whole 30 minutes. It wasn't no 15 minutes for his episode. Yeah, I like I liked that when it was like somebody had an episode dedicated. Remember Method Man House was uh, iconic. That was so no, I didn't like that. I'm like, why would you why would you waste? Why would you do that? <laughs> that really didn't like that because yeah, it was icon- so ugly. Iconary. <laughs> but we talking about it. Most no, of, most okay, all right, but I'm talking <laughs> about how angry it made me, and it's not funny. Like you know, I was cracking a fuck I was up, not laughing. I was not laughing. <laughs> I was very disappointed. No, you know why I was laughing? Because I was salty as shit. Because I was hiking on my cribs, coming on. Like I'm hiking. Yeah, no, I was. So, I, I'm really, really getting angry. Think about it. Like I just was like, why would you live like that? But I think that was I hate. The, I think that was a stunt house. I just don't want no. Just like yeah, cause you knew why me. would you and more importantly, why would you waste that opportunity? Cause funny. <laughs> Mariah Carey was funny and she was glamorous and hers. Like remember she's she got in a bathtub and then she was like working out with the heels on? Like it just was so great. Like she's like, I just have to get like undressed. It's like you really don't have to. I remember I was the Osborne's. I was obsessed because the house was dark. My favorite is when they like check, 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 check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that uh, Chappelle episode where he was like, got dinosaur eggs? It was no. like, so, you never seen it? No. I think he was pretending like he was Diddy. He was Floyd Mayweather's, I hate it because he was like, all right, go ahead, get out of here. And he started throwing money at oh the camera. Oh my man. God. I'm like, you disrespectful bitch. Like, why would you do that? You fucking five, four ass bitch. It's like, you know what? Some people really were meant to stay poor. The thing is, it's crazy because he really could kill me. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. He's definitely getting shot if he come near me. Okay, so another show I miss is Next. Remember the dating show oh Next? Oh, my God. I loved Next. My favorite thing is when somebody would be like, when I see him, I'm going to rock his world. And then it would be a freeze frame. <laughs> it was like Polly studies uh, biology at USLA. Once ate a frog <laughs> is the only child. And then they walk out and they be like, Next. <laughs> They're like, like, fuck you. She's like, you can't handle this anyway. And they walk back on. She's like, guys, he totally dissed me. You next. My favorite was when the guy was like, next. And in his confessional, he was like, the whole idea of a belly shirt is not to have a belly. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I was at my room. (laughs) No, and I had the biggest belly of them all. I don't know what the fuck I was laughing for. Do you remember that girl? She was on next (laughs) so many times. Her name was Chastity. No. She was like this chubby Asian girl. She was really cute. <laughs> ah. And she, as soon as she got off the bus, she fell. And <laughs> the guy was like, next. And she went crazy. <laughs> she should have I can't help that my balance fucking fell. Like, that don't got nothing to do with my personality. That's me. I would have definitely fell off the next bus. <laughs> but, I, but the best part of next, I was hyper shit. I was like, ah, ah. But the best, <laughs> the best part of next is when, is when they went all the way through yep. the date. And somebody was like, you can either take this. They're like, you can either take this $5 or you can go on another date with me. And then they, like, snitched the money in their hand. They were like, I'm going they're to like, go take like, myself out. They're like, later, loser. <laughs> Loved it so much. Um, also, uh, Zoe 101, because honestly, like, I know. You know I never watched it? Ooh, I know you see me standing here. She said, do I look good, my dear? That's, a, that's as far as I got. And then I, I never watched Zoe 101. I always wanted to go to school like that. I always thought they was a little too grown how they for how they was acting. Like, because, like, they was kids. I like that nigga with the hair flips. 
Logan, I think. Oh, I, I had a crush on Logan. But um, no, I just want to see what, like, I want it. We didn't get a proper ending. So it's like, even if the last season just was released, I would be okay with that. Like, I would really, I would Ooh. really be okay with that. Sorry, I just smelled this grinder that Eric had. Child, there's we- no weed in here, but this shit. The marijuana. Um, and Ooh, finally, on my list good. is girlfriends, because we spent 20 minutes talking about this shit. Girlfriends, um, my girlfriends. My Produced by Kelsey Green. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Cause you love that shit was produced by What the fuck, Frazier? I hear the blues are calling. Like what the fuck? <laughs> no, we needed that show because like I mean, there was so much you. diversity. Um there was so much diversity amongst the characters. And that's another reason why I love like Insecure so much. Like you got Issa who's, you know, kind of a relatable mess, and then you got Molly who's a mess in another way, but really successful with her career. 100%. And we got all those dimensions like with the girlfriends. Like we got the hood girlfriend, we got the bougie girlfriend, we got the relatable one, we got the like hot mess. Like <laughs> all 100%, of one hundred percent I was Lynn. I was no doubt about it. I sometimes like I know that you disagree. I'm Joan, but sometimes I have my Tony moments. Like you now that we get older, <laughs> I definitely see it. Yeah, because I I see it more and more each day. Yeah, unfortunately, but I feel like you shying away from Joan if going full Tony. Full Tony, because that's what happened when you get older and you realize life's not fair. <laughs> you just be like, why should I be? <laughs> I, honestly, sometimes I feel like Maya. Sometimes and yeah. Lynn. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel I like... Think, I think if you from the hood, you're going to have a little Maya in you naturally. She said, oh, your son, Jungle Jim? <laughs> Rude as hell. <laughs> That's me, though. When That's Tony was rude, when Tony used to call, um, be mean and tired, I'm like, me. That's very you. You know what else? When totally off topic, not off topic, but um, when you was talking about the MTV shows, I was thinking about that show, Room Raiders. Remember that oh, show? yeah. I don't like that, though, because I don't shit, like invasions of privacy. That shit was stressful. I'm like, I don't want to see your home but led by you. <laughs> oh, my God. If somebody came to my room, they'd be like, what? Another pink dildo? <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, real quick. What was that show that used to be on Netflix? And it would be like people's parents would try to set their kids up with um, It's called, um, I'm about to say strict kids, but... Um, <laughs> It's called, oh, my God. You said on Netflix. You mean MTV? No, sorry, yes, on MTV. I said no. <laughs> Scatterbrain like shit. Yes, I'm really, I'm really trying to figure it out. I'm Googling but parents. But the parents will be like, I hate my daughter. I hate Lauren's boyfriend, They're Kareem. Like, Good luck getting rid of me, bitch. I know. I'm like, yo, why would you date somebody to talk to your parent like that? He's like, I'm sorry. I'm just They're like, her yes, up. thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyway. They're like, fuck you, Todd. <laughs> Parental control. <laughs> Parental control. They're like, yeah, we need to get our daughter away from that loser bread. I'm like, damn. And then the girl be like throwing stuff at his mom. She's like, hey. She's like, yeah, whatever. He wants this regardless. Like, come on. Terrible show. But all right, <laughs> let's get into the rest of Black Girl Brunch really quick. We just want to give a toast to the creator of uh, the Honey Pot. And I'll hold on, wait one second. Let me just get my notes together because I'm good for like just lying. Oh, I'm like, it could be called like the melanin pot or something like that. Yeah, so I, we just want to give a toast to the creator of the honey pot. Um, she goes by the name of Beatrice uh, Dixon. Also, shouts to you guys for sending us this. A few people sent us this last week. Unfortunately, we uh, forgot to include it in the outline, but. It is so important and so worth uh, still talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Beatrice actually was featured uh, in Target in a Target campaign uh, under the brands that they trust. Um, and in her um, and in the commercial, 
She said, the reason why it's so important for Honey Pot to do well is so that the next black girl that comes with a great idea, and I love she that. can have a better opportunity. I mean, most of us with common sense would hear that and go, absolutely. But because we are in this country where people love to ignore racism, but really get uncomfortable when anybody mentions anything about just black girls or black people they they go off so Mm -hmm. a bunch of white people left such negative reviews but the beauty is she says that her sales has has skyrocketed 40 to 50 because i'm not the only motherfuckers in the world and also that 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 is a good example of how bad publicity is still good publicity (laughs) so there you go bitches like and like if you if you ever get loud and proud about uh, somebody saying the word black girl. Just make sure you have that same energy when we're excluded. That's exactly. all I got to say. But they never do. They never will because uh, us being excluded usually makes them feel better in some way. So it's like, hi, take that hose. And also Honey Pot is a plant-based um, wellness line and it does so much for the community. So shouts to Beatrice for her work and her commitment to making black girls proud. And that's good for black women like us who are natural and also vegan. Absolutely. Very it's, it's very inspiring to just um to know because guess what? I probably wouldn't have seen this commercial or no honey pot existed had it not been for all these races. Mm-hmm. So shouts to y'all for giving a black woman a coin. Mm-hmm. How you like them apples, bitches? <laughs> um all right, anyway. Let's get on into this tea time situation. Let's just start with the fact that we saw Blue Ivy with some freshly laid braids. And she um, had the Fendi prints on. She had the Fendi boots on with the with the jacket. Blue is my she name. She is so cute. She's just so beautiful, so cute. So, like, just, I was, like, watching her interact with people. And, to like, she's just the kid of kids the kid of all kids like when I see her I, I see like how my little cousins act mm-hmm. like it's this she really is just this happy go lucky kid with who just so happens to be Beyonce's like manager it's just like insane who? Blue who 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 she managed? Blue I mean Beyonce I never heard of her oh sorry my bad yeah you should look into this um album she made it's called Lemonade when you get some chance, it's really great. Yeah, never to that woman. Yeah, but um, yeah. As far as Blue Ivy, because that is who you need to know. Long Period. you know her, you're great. Um, Period. she really, really came to the game courtside with um, I don't know some man. Also, his name was Jay Z, but she showed up with him. Mm-hmm. Um, probably he only got in because of her. Period. But it was funny because she was nervous about asking LeBron James for a signed basketball. That's so cute. That is. And it was like this video of different angles, and she was like literally running behind her dad, like, "No, you ask him." He's like, "No, you ask. Don't you miss that as a kid being like, Mom, please just ask you.' I know. Now I'm like, you'll take your big ass. (laughs) I'm like, come on now. (laughs) Come on, but you might not start that shit. (laughs) Oh, please, you ask, mommy, please. (laughs) You be stomping, all this shit be shaking in the house. You are please, please, please. You're like you fucking beast. <laughs> <laughs> like you big as shit, bro. Literally, ask, get it, do and everything you gotta do for yourself. You should be doing shit for me at this point. Period. No, that is how it is with my mom. It's like if my mom sees somebody with cake, she'd be like, "Can you please go get some for me?" <laughs> The funniest thing. Like my mom, me too. You know what's really funny? So you know that song. It like shine a light on her. <laughs> shine a light on her. No. 
Okay. I guess. <laughs> you heard it before. All right. So when you when that song play, everybody at the party shine the light on the the person of the hour. In this case, see, was, I don't like that. But you don't. But my aunt did. It was her birthday. I know she did. I my mom, for some reason, like <laughs> random activities get her so excited. <laughs> She ran the dance floor. It was like, how you cut? Come on, cut my light on. Hurry up. She wanted to be part of it so bad, but she got this fucking Android. <laughs> I did not know how to turn the light on that shit. She was, she's like, come on, man. I just said, take my phone. <laughs> like, my mom is 55 years old, acting like a five-year-old. I was like, mom, here, take my phone. And she was, like, shining a light, smiling so, so hard. She kept, like, looking to make sure the light was on. She wanted to participate so bad. And I was just looking like, yo, they say once an adult, twice a kid. And I'm like, it's happening. Like, she's turning into a kid again. <laughs> she yeah, was, I, she I was like, was come on, I want to see the light. Come on. Everybody else got the light on. I was like, oh, my God, bro. I just thought about somebody did it to me. I was like, cut it out. <laughs> but, you know, it's split when he just, like, turns that big. <laughs> the beast. I just <laughs> turned into a beast, but I have a gown on. I'm busting out. <laughs> All these hairs start growing on your back. I'm everyone, lights off. <laughs> lights off now. <laughs> <laughs> you look up, you be like, you hiss, you hiss at everybody. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, if anybody listening want to throw me a surprise party, do not do that shit. <laughs> I come not through, for me. I come through with a hose, I hose you down, you fly again. <laughs> but I picture you flying against the wall. <laughs> And you be back to normal, you be like, don't ever do that shit again, guys. But I be naked. <laughs> you bust out my Everybody be like, whoa. <laughs> like, they just were trying to have fun. Now you, like, I picture you, like, swiping, scratching somebody across the face <laughs> with your claws. Oh, Essentially, please. the beast from Beauty and the Beast is who you turn into. Please. please. Everybody be like, shine a light on her. Shine a light. You start looking like, cut it off. <laughs> you like, knock it off. <laughs> I'd be looking at the DJ. I'm like, cut it. Cut it. <laughs> Turn this shit off now. <laughs> Please. You know, but you know that thing you be doing with your neck. You be like, eh. eh. <laughs> oh, my. You be like, Turn it off. hungry laughing we just say please don't do that shit to me <laughs> in short i was shine a light on her <laughs> not me Ooh. oh my god uh yeah anyway blue ivy <laughs> blue ivy killed it um as per usual I, and somebody asked her how much stuff was in her bag and she looked at him she said it's it's nothing it's nothing in the bag <laughs> i thought that was funny because that's Brilliant. like saying mind your business yeah so just have what's it. in your bag that's happy. I'm What's in your wallet? I was happy to see her. Um, her hair was on point. Um, speaking of hair, Virginia, right? Just passed um, a hair discrimination law, making it illegal to discriminate uh, against people. They hair. just made the law. I'm it's sorry. 2020. I'm confused. Last I- week, I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago, is when they did the lynching thing. I'm just really yeah. confused as to what already isn't a law that we just thought were wrong. Like, I, I just I just all automatically thought hair discrimination was illegal. Yeah. 
So it was like, so we have, it makes me wonder what else seems like common sense that is completely legal for somebody to discriminate. Also, how many times have you been like, Discriminate against just say no, and you couldn't like because Pennsylvania is not. It's Virginia became the fourth state in this country yeah. to um, make it make it illegal to discriminate here. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania is not on that list, so it makes me wonder now what within that what do people have a right to do? Yeah, like do they they have a right to say I don't I don't like your hair texture. It looks wild to me. Like. Or look neat or look clean. Like, to me, also another thing, like, when I worked at Norflop, um, (laughs) like, a lot of the language they use for, like, our dress code and stuff, they would be like, obviously you want to look neat and clean, but they would be like, you have to be groomed, you have to be be neat. Like, just the language to me sounds kind of anti-black. Yeah. Well, I feel like I know what y'all talking about when y'all say neat and clean. Yeah, it's like, come on. It's just, it's really frustrating to know that. But also, like, with things like hair discrimination laws not being in place, it just kind of makes the need for people to understand why we get so mad when people appropriate hair culture. It just makes me, like, think about that. Like, how is this is how you know people who don't care about hair discrimination are not um, reading any of this because they wouldn't know why what they're doing is offensive. Like recently, I was just reading like that Ray J. Um, when asked about like the Kardashians' hair, he was saying like it's a compliment that they're trying to compliment the culture. No way in the world is that a compliment to our culture. Not that we're dependent on Ray J to be culturally competent in any way whatsoever, but I'm just saying like the, it, it, literally this shit was the law was just passed like a week ago and Ray J made this comment a week ago. So it's like all these different realities happen at once. It's like can we all get on the same page? Exactly, because okay? like. Braids, you know, in some states, it cost you your job. Exactly. But for other people, it's just like, I don't care how it makes you feel. I'm going to continue to wear these braids because I like it. Exactly. That's it. I'm, I don't want to stay in my lane and whatsoever. And it's a protective style. It's a protective style. And, and obviously, we elevated it by making protective styles fashionable. But it's still not for you. Exactly. And we just got to learn that. And what are you protecting? You know what's crazy? Like, there are so many things that are cool to me that I just will not do. Like, yeah. we know that headdresses are beautiful. But we know that just because something is beautiful don't mean you have to do it. I literally have no urge to partake. I have no urge to do it. And I think the most beautiful thing about it is when people who are within the culture does it. Because that's like, why they don't even look right. No, and just like there are certain things that I can't do with my hair that or certain looks I can't pull off that white women can. And I'm like, all right, it's really nice when you just do you. Like I always say, like Nicole Kidman, she's super pale. When she pulls off a look, I'm like, yes, like work your like porcelain skin. Work it. Work it in ways that a person who doesn't have porcelain skin can't. Mm-hmm. When you are Native American, like work it. Work work with that's what that's what makes you individual. But people always want to be greedy and experience every style. It's like, that's greedy. Mm-hmm. Like, you you can't experience everybody's culture for the fun of it. It's mm-hmm. just stay in your lane and enjoy other people doing what, you know, doing what they can underneath their cultural umbrella. Mm-hmm. It's just insane. But um, next we're going to talk about the, uh, the Claremont twins being reunited. Yeah. The good sister, um, Sinead, she served her one-year sentence in federal prison. Damn, one year? That felt long as shit. It didn't feel long to me. I forgot she went. Um, <laughs> so, but also, I'm sure it felt like a, a long time 
for her because in the video we saw her like crying when she was free, which also, made me kind of sad because you know prison is not fun. Also, I can't imagine like being away from a twin. Like it's oh, different. Yeah. Like I mean, I know being away from your sibling is like you know also hard, but like your twin. I wonder because it got to the point where um Shannon, um she that's the other twin, she um was photoshopping herself twice in pictures. Oh my god. To make it seem like her sister was there. That is so scary though. Like you said, being a twin it's just it's just another level of like connectivity. Yeah. And I, I can't even Oh my god, did you ever hear about those twins where they would do like creepy <laughs> things like set fires and they would not talk to anybody other than themselves was, the, was that on that um that like ID yeah. special? And then one when one died, the other one finally started talking. I it's, remember that. It's so creepy. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah, but she promised to start talking when the other sister died. They that's that's the only vow. Cause the other sister got I think she just got sick randomly. That's so and weird. It was like, okay, you can talk now. Oh my god, that is so scary. That is. I always wish I had a twin though, my entire life. Did you? No. I wanted a twin. I annoy the fuck out of myself. So bad. I want but because I always pictured the Tia Tamara complex. Like I would be the type A, and they would be the free spirit. Actually, no. If I'm not the free spirit, I can't deal with free spirits because I don't. I don't like that people get me in trouble. <laughs> As a kid, like I always, I'm like, why can't you just behave? Like it's what's so good that we you? met when we met because I extra. I used to. We used to always get in trouble. I hate people who can't behave. Like <laughs> when I was a kid, I ne- like really couldn't couldn't relate. It was fun. Could not relate to, just I I enjoyed almost <laughs> My mom all the be like, Why did you put silly <laughs> silly putty on the walls? I was like, I mean, all right, little shit like that. Of course, I did before because I just. I would have people climb. I had my girl cousins like climb on the refrigerator because one of them mm. was taller and to get snacks and stuff like that. Um, I have fallen multiple times off of bunk beds doing mm. stuff. Nope. Never was me. I I was always like when when kids came over, I'm like, here are the DVDs that or or the VHS. I don't even like yo, from. you boring dog. Like let's get in this. Like, why are you so fucking <laughs> unnerved? Like sit your ass down and watch Xenon. Like what is wrong with you? There are snacks here. There is a blanket here. There yeah, are Eli, books you here. Been there shit are toys. That's not strict. That's just acting like you got some sense. <laughs> No, that's strict. No, yo, leave no, it right you, in the comments, y'all. Is Iman was strict this shit? That's not strict. like you got an ounce of sense. So they're like bouncing around the house like a roly-poly. Like, what the hell was you? No, you been, that was wild. I used to break chairs by mistake. So I'm strict because I didn't break things. No, because you ain't like live a little. Yeah. I did get in trouble sometimes. I did things. <laughs> saying I never I was a perfect child I definitely oh, okay. did shit I you didn't do but I'll just I didn't find it fun to do the thing <laughs> that I knew was for, uh, if I know something is wrong I'm not gonna do it the only thing I, I got in so trouble tempted. for is when I didn't know things were wrong one time no the people used to snitch on me though I'm like I could have de- like definitely I could have got away with it was it for you meddling kids you probably would have fucking had a concussion and oh I've had concussions I've had oh, three yeah you probably would have more if you- no the other concussions was not my fault I was, <laughs> I, was I was at school I was at school I said school you I was at school and I was walking past the soccer field and somebody kicked the soccer ball and I was right there and they bust me in my head and I fell out that was not my fault 
That wasn't. That wasn't your fault. And I'm sorry it happened to you. But the other shit you be doing, jumping off bump it, no, that's dumb. Like the, you, my mom was so embarrassed because the doctors thought that she was like abused me or something, and they was like asking me. They were like, "What happened?" And I just was like. I fell. They're like, we don't believe you. <laughs> I fell down the steps in Healy's before. I never broke anything as a kid. I never broke anything. Oh, I, okay. I was the, the, the breakers were James and Jarrell. They My was the mom. They stayed in chop. My mom be like, oh, guess where they at now? <laughs> chop. <laughs> <laughs> my mom took, my mom threw shade. My mom, because people used to always say my mom was too strict and overprotected. My mom was like, say what you want. None of my kids broke any limbs. I sprained stuff, but I never broke anything. Nope, never broke anything. The most that's ever happened to me is I got stung by a bee. I had con- I had concussion though. Um, yeah, hated. hated that shit. Hated. I, yeah, I didn't even. My cousins used to be like that. They, like, <laughs> I'm like, can y'all just sit the hell down? Like, I didn't, the thing is, when I did stuff, it also was quiet. It was like, what the fuck? I didn't know you was doing that. But when I fell in Healy's, I was walking down the. I was like walking down the steps and I'm at my friend house and then the skates came out and I just like started tumbling down the steps. No, I ain't like, break nothing. Let's take turns. Let's all play Uno. Let's have some cocoa, like hot chocolate. We don't have to that. me. That was too slow for me. That was too like grandma. No, I love being cozy. My mom really. Yeah, Eli, you've been. You never <laughs> was. A kid. You just always been a grandma. My mom. You could blame her. She but who's ready for sleepy cozy time? I'm like I am. <laughs> I would have like plaid pajamas on. What the fuck? You know, you just. I used to be painting my. I used to always be like, Mom, I would like a knitting kit. Mom, I would like a pedicure set. Mom, I would like a craft set. I would like paint vases when I was a kid. Iman, you just never. I got a cotton candy maker. Were you ever a kid? I feel like you was. That's very childlike. You was born a nana. Like, you were (laughs) born. Damn. Nana's favorite. That's it. I used to be watching my Chris Brown DVD knitting scarves. That's what I would do, and I I would scrapbook my <laughs> M, my magazines. Yeah, I just always liked calm things. I don't like to be unnerved. Like it just I don't like shit that is loud. <laughs> the thing is, I was. And then my cookouts used to be like, dun dum dum dun dum dum dum. Like that was the wildest my family got is cookouts. Yeah, when I was in a setting like that, then I would be like kind of quiet. But then I did get in trouble one time at a cookout. <laughs> But people used to snitch on me. Like, I pulled my butt out. I'm like, okay. You shouldn't have been doing that. Sabrina. But they asked me to. They dared me to. So but I said. You should have. <laughs> no, I'm sure your parents talked to you about what you should do if somebody. You do. They was right? Like, they was like, we dare you to um, pull your overalls down in the window. And I was like, okay. I'd have been like, hey, mom. <laughs> there are kids asking me to expose myself. I was like, well, then he told on me. Like, I told you all the time a kid went under the table, he touched my private parts. By the time he got back <laughs> up, I had my hand raised. <laughs> now that's, no, I was He I touched was the inside of my thigh and I raised my hand and my mom was up there and she was talking to his mom. She's like, you need to talk to your son about keeping his paws to himself. Now that's, and that's the right thing to do. Right. Yes, I was very, I was very scary about people. Like, just don't, don't touch me and be good. That's all I got to say. I hope my kids are like, don't give me hell because I didn't give my mom hell. So do not give me hell. My mom always say I'm gonna get hell. You are, Sabrina. But I wasn't that crazy. I was like, <laughs> just wanted to. You have, just admitted it. I just wanted to have like a little fun. It's fucking boring. <laughs> well, not my fault. I should have had more kids. <laughs> I'm happy that um the good sis is free. And like somebody said, no, don't do it again. Don't. <laughs> just, 
Just like, and if you are going to like scam, like like make sure nobody dies because I think that's where she tripped up. Like, you know what I mean? She did, but he was high. he probably yeah, was he high did, as he, fuck. he did it. I'm not saying she killed him, but I'm just saying like you know you yeah, be careful because if they start tweaking, then you know you gotta leave. Exactly, or just like don't mess with people who do drugs. Like maybe get some like straight edge sugar daddy. Like yeah. it's just like it's not. Intense. But also that was very. Um, eye-opening to me because it's like, I feel like a lot of girls that, that's like them, like, you know, Instagram models that come for that, a lot of them don't want to admit that they have tricks. Right. And this came to light. I'm like, oh, so who else? they had tricks. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, I'm like, who else? Oh, lot of, oh, my God. I'm actually afraid to find out what's happening Child. between some people. Like, because I know certain tea, not gonna, I'm not going to be able to sleep at night. So, mm, mm. Child, if you found out, let that me mind tea, my broke ass business. Cause child, that tea make you split your wig back. Mm-mm-mm. So let's get into this new app, okay? So there's an app called Dinky One. All right, just think. Imagine what what this app is about, just by the name Dinky One. Okay, so this is a um a, a matchmaking website aimed to combat penis si- penis as a peanut. Wow, that's <laughs> terrible. Penis size Forty pressure. Percent. By helping those with smaller penises find love. Okay, so it's a it's a it's a dating app for people with smaller penises, and I, I understand that <laughs> it might be pressure as a man to like have a big old you know big old long daddy dick. Like it's really pressure, and I can't imagine like well I can't imagine as a woman having pressure, but it's. That is really something you cannot control and people may be upset with if you show up in a way that doesn't, you know? And even as a woman, like, what's, like, or as a person who dates men, what's the first thing that you think? Like, oh, shit, I hope his dick knows. You know what I mean? Like, you be looking at his sneakers, his hands. Yeah. I be looking at the walk, everything. But I don't even, the thing is, I never think about that. The size. Oh, yikes. Um, I definitely do. I know I know we had this conversation because you were saying like you know people who have had big dicks and it didn't matter. Yeah, it was terrible. Um I but feel then like I've had small dicks that were horrendous. I, I've never had I really feel confident in my ability. Like, I know the I know big dick energy when I see it. I know it. I can feel it in my knees, and I go, I go after it. Good like, and the thing is, when I sense that it's not there, I'm like, you know what? This is not going to work out. Not just because of the size, but because of the energy. Like, I can sense it. So I've never really experienced like a small one, right? And I'm not saying that if I ever did, it just automatically would be unenjoyable. But um. Yeah, it's just I know I look at people and I think that to myself. So this uh, app is is a safe space. So I'm like, okay, I know why men join this app if they have small penises, but I can't understand like why somebody who's going to be receiving would want that. But I was reading this one woman was saying that she's on there because she just finds big dicks to be painful. Grow up. <laughs> I'm, I, I was wondering. I was like, why would you like? What would Child, that do keep for me you? away from that fucking app. She, um, what did she say? She said, "I find sex painful with a man bigger than four inches, and in the past have had to resort to oral, but miss the close intimacy of sex." She's twenty eight years old. Ooh, gosh. So the site does ban like nudes and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe like some people, they like. Sorry, this this New York Post article was childish. They said uh, a second Dinky Ones fan says she simply prefers smaller schlongs. 
What the fuck? Don't say schlongs. Like, come on. You ever see that video? It's this whole tab, and he was like, the black man has a schlong. No. I'm like, a lot of... I no. cannot fuck with you niggas. These niggas is gay. <laughs> No, um, but yeah, let me know if they create an app for the opposite for men with really, 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 really freakishly big dicks because <laughs> I might know a person who might want to yeah, join that. You be on, you be OD, like you a size queen. So what I'm supposed to do? I'm not small. That's all I got to say. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I feel like me being taller makes things different. Like no, the need is just, different. No, the need is different. You just like big dick. Just say it. Not, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I do. It's, and what about it? Because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not wrong. You know, it it, it uh, who don't like what well, besides these fucking I'm gonna say these dinkies. <laughs> but, but also like, I last year I I didn't care, but like now I feel like I need to change. The thing is, you can just have more fun, even if they don't know what they're doing. It's like, listen, you lay there, like, cause like, all right, Still not fun. all right, we're getting dirty. If you like, if you try to ride somebody and they don't have a like a certain size, then it's horrible. Es- especially if you're not small, right? Maybe if you're petite. It's, it might be easier to ride no matter what the size is, but I'm not petite, so I'm like I need to have some range of motion. Well, here. I'm petite and big. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, well, petite and tiny. I don't know what to say. Like it, it might be easier. But even with your size, like I feel like it might be easier. Like the range of motion means less. No, it's but horrible. you got a big butt too, so you need something to work with. <laughs> Shit be horrible. I oh my god, when you really can just wild out. It, it'd be real fun. You're like, damn, I can move in any which direction. I and then I got like stroke ego when shit just is no, not. No, somebody did have a, they had a nice size. Wasn't the biggest, but it, it was a nice size. But like, I have never seen, like, I've heard that people have nine inches. Like, I've heard stuff like that. Bro, if a man slept with me, he got a big dick. Period. That's all I got to say. Everybody I've ever dated has had one, and I know, and I honestly, I'm feeling myself a little bit because I'm like, I know, I like know. Like, have but, you ever had like? Because I've seen a dick that come down here. Um, can't. Oh, I think that that was uh, that one. Uh, Are you serious? Listen, listen, listen. What the fuck? So listen, listen, listen. Eli. Listen, listen, listen. I would be like, yo, why am I like, am I a bitch? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, no, my boy really, really like crazy. And you know what? Down here? I wouldn't say down there, but like very big, like very big to the point where I was like, hey, yo, like I need some help. Like that's when I really went to my gynecologist and was like, help me, please. And she was like, loop. And I'm, that made things better because I, so I was young in the game and I didn't know. Because I saw somebody and I I forgot their Twitter. I wish I could find oh, it. I need a cold shower or something. It was all the way down to the knee. Child, it's been a minute for me. We need to move on because I'm about to fucking hop on the next nigga I see. Like, but that's not Eric. Like, I'm really going to hop on the next nigga <laughs> because that's bro. But I have no... Sex drive right now. Oh, I absolutely have a drive, but it's like I just have so much. Like the thing is, I want to have the sex so bad that I have to wait at this point. Yeah, because I just don't like niggas. I don't be liking none of them. Like none of them at hey. all. So quickly, 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 going to cover this. Um, Katy Perry, she's pregnant. Good for her. She's pregnant by. Damn, what's this? Orlando Bloom. How about the Orlando Brown? How about the Orlando, <laughs> Orlando Jones? Yeah, I was like, she's 
perspective, I'm in the brown. But no, it's actually Pirates of the Caribbean Bay. Um, they are both expected. And that is that is awesome. I'm happy for her. Me too. They're also engaged. So shouts to I didn't to know them. they were still together. Me neither. I thought she was with John Mayer. Joe, I don't be paying white people no mind. No, especially when they ain't doing nothing to me. She, it's, her singing career went. That's a shame, and it's all because of them that baby here. She came out so strong. It's all that's what happens but when I'm, you just stick to being yourself. You get further, but the moment you start appropriating other people's culture, your career goes. And we don't forget the North remembers, so it's uh-huh. like you really, really do what you're supposed to do. Um. Next, we're going to go into the sunken place because the baby is there. And that, it breaks my heart because everybody know I love the baby. Like, everybody know I do. Everybody know that that's my petite king. Everybody know that that's the Shout. one I would, like, give a piggyback ride down the aisle to. Like, that's we my dragging guy. Him. We dragging him. We dragging him, though, because, like, at the end of the day, when you're in the sunken place. He was on place, some nut shit. He was on some nug- nut shit. I said some nugget shit. Hungry <laughs> as fuck. Um, he was on some nut shit, but being in a sunken place doesn't mean we'll, we never fuck with you again mm-hmm. sometimes. It just means that you did something fucked up. Like, remember mm-hmm. we put Chance the Rapper there? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. For that. Remember? Oh, he was um, defender. Yeah, he's been Uncle Tom. So, yeah, yeah the baby. At his con- Iman, you look thick. Period. Uh, so at his uh, concert, apparently he's alleged- I he was at a club. Well, I thought he was at a cl- cl- a club performing. Wherever he was, a club or a concert. So mm-hmm. he claimed that somebody knocked into him, mm-hmm. and his immediate reaction was to punch the shit out of him, beat the fuck out of him. Turns beat out, the bricks off of him. it was a girl. And he claimed that the flashlight was bright, so he could not see. And like Sabria said. At first, he was saying, somebody give a different angle of, you know, what happened. Like, mm-hmm. he did not put hands on or the... Or no, no, he was like, the different angle so y'all could see... What they did yeah, to... What they so did he was trying to justify reaction. it. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to justify his reaction. And everybody was like, bro, that's a girl. Like, you you just fucking and molly-whopped also, a girl. Like, and you can't not do this shit. to take up for him. Absolutely not taking up for him. I'm trying to figure out, do this man have some, like... Type of PTSD. Who just does that? Because the way he is so quick. Because, like, even when, so for instance, excuse me, say I'm out somewhere, and you know how you be coming up behind me, like, pretending you somebody, like, I'll look, but I'll look back to see who you are. Like, I don't react instantly. Even though, like, you know, I do have, like, some, like, you know, trauma with some stuff. I don't, like, react, like, instantly. Like, let me pop, like, you know, swing on you or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, Instantly, sign happened to him. This man is swinging. Yeah, he really have the hands. So like, it's crazy. <laughs> the baby be beating the fans the fuck up. That's, that's <laughs> like they said, and like um, I'm just wondering. I'm like, do he have some type of PTSD? But guess what? You know what? You gonna have to go to therapy like the rest of exactly. us because you really can't be putting your hands you on people like that. Exactly. Especially you when your you're out on the wrong person. And it's a public. It's a public place. Like. I do encourage people to keep their hands to themselves, but apparently this young woman was saying that somebody pushed her, or was it you saying it yeah, looked so, like, like somebody it looked her. like somebody pushed her and that pushed into them? Because why would she throw her phone at him? And like, did she hurt? Did they hurt you? Like, did they really hurt you to the point where you just got to turn around without even taking a good look at who it was and swing? And it's like, I'm again, like, just go to therapy, work it out. So the baby took. 
to Instagram, uh, to Instagram to apologize. Um, he said, it was his Instagram stories. He said, I do sincerely apologize. I do. I'm very sorry that there was a female at the other end of the flashlight on the phone. But keep in mind, I couldn't see you. Um, he said, he added, saying the flash was so bright, he couldn't tell who was on the other end of the interaction. Um, he then said he would like to sit down and have an adult conversation, fly the woman out. And he said, you, de- you deserve respect, you and me both. He 28? Damn, I thought he was 24. 24? I thought he was 44. Sabria. I thought he was making a song age. No. That man, older than me. That's crazy. That man oh, has demeanor of an old head. I feel like that's every nigga from the South, though. I, and he got all them kids. Goddamn. But, um, yeah, bro, you definitely in a tongue place this week. I uh, hope you can dig your way out. Uh, I look forward <laughs> to see you and your black turtleneck doing a press, like, tour of, you know, apologizing. Because that's what, that's, that's what you should do. And, and he you, lying to him like he 5'8 on the internet. First of all... Five three to five three, I see you. Guess what? He could really be four eleven. That's not going to keep him safe from me. Like that's just, well, I'm sorry. I sound like a predator when I say that. Let me take that back. He could be five three, and I'm still I mean five four eleven, and I'm still going to ex consensually pursue him. <laughs> no, yeah. not as it ocean against. He need help. He do need help, but you know what I mean. Like I, re- if we're being honest, like I would still date him. Right? You in? No. I, I'm not attracted to him. Oh, okay, true. I'm not attracted to him at all. Yeah, I feel like I would. I, he just needs to go to some therapy, work it out, apologize. Like, I obviously, if we need to keep an eye out, like, he's on a watch list. Like, if he continues to have little episodes like that, especially when women are on the other end of them punches, then, yeah, he got to. Unfortunately, he does have to get officially canceled, but he's on a, he's on a, uh, the Black Girl Brunch watch list. Ooh, can we create an official watch list? Yeah. I like the sound of that. Yeah, because Chance the Rapper is on it as well. It's just mm-hmm. a few people. Like, I've been people shit, but you cool for now. Mainly men. But watch it. But watch it. Mainly men. 97%, if not 100% of his men. For sure. Um. So for Common Sense this week, let's just get right into it. Uh, We were Ooh, like... That, what? That sound... Let's get right into it. Let's just get right into it. So Ooh, she grown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to handle my business. Uh, so... <laughs> This week, I confided in Sabria, and I told her that Summer Walker's nose made me angry. The fact that she went and did that made me very, very angry. She got a nose job. It doesn't look right. Also, there as somebody who is completely, utterly obsessed with plastic surgery, I know that there's some, there's a doctor that I follow that does ethnic nose jobs. So you do not... They do give you a nose job, but you don't lose, you know, Your that. Yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't, uh, um like, mainly cosmetic. It was, like, um for, like, breathing issues. My dad has had, I think, two nose jobs. Yeah, my dad has had I a nose job. I know that. What the fuck? I thought I told, yeah, my, da- my dad has had a nose job. <laughs> well, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> well, boom goes the dynamite. Anything else? Not that I can think of. Um, you do shit like that. I you, do. I didn't, you, I didn't tell you that, like, I'm going to Thailand tomorrow. You're like, no. I'm really, low-key, even though I say a lot of stuff in the interval and stuff, low-key, I'm very secretive. It's very annoying. <laughs> didn't know that. Yeah, my dad has had two nose jobs. Um, 
for breathing issues. But you look at now, Iman, I feel like now you're going to just be <laughs> staring at all his pictures. Also, just staring at I was like, give me a timeline, please. Thank you. <laughs> but the thing is, his nose still looks ethnic. Yeah, because I didn't know. Yeah. I was not like, I put, your dad got a little, like, <laughs> uh, nip tuck. Uh, sculpt, sculpt, Dr. Miami shit going on? No. Didn't know. So. Was this in our friendship? Sorry. Yeah. So when we started our friendship, he didn't have a nose job. He, he, he did. He, he did. And he got one again when I was in college. And I was home when he was going through recovery. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, talking to you. Was. I'm so sorry. Continue your story. I don't, I, that is the last question I have about that. Because that was supposed to be a segue into this very serious. <laughs> I am done. I'll save all questions for the car ride home. <laughs> I'll just be forgetting sometimes. It's all right. Um, t- nobody can repress shit like me. Period. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. I got the brain game. You want lot. some other shit? I, I want it. I want that. But yeah, so my dad's a no job, and um, again, like I said, it's ethnic. Iman had no idea. She was blindsided until this very moment. And like I said, like I'm obsessed. I forgot his name. I think his name is like Doctor Giovanni. Something not Giovanni. It's like Doctor Something. Everybody know him. He does ethnic nose jobs, like people who have, like, you know, like a lot of people that have distinctive nose are like black people or Jewish people. Um, what's another race that has like a very distinctive nose? Like some Asian people can, yeah, have I think so too. Noses. But I feel like mainly who has the most distinctive is like black Every, and Jewish people, yeah, black and Jewish people. So mm-hmm. he does like those kind of nose jobs where like you don't lose your, you know, the ethnicity, like how you look, yeah, but and you can't really t- you can't tell at all that somebody has a nose job, like some it's people, very natural to yeah. their their culture and stuff like that. Exactly. Like some people, I know um, some Jewish people have like, a, first of all, I am obsessed with big noses. Yeah. I fucking you love always big have. noses. Always love big noses. But um, some people will have like a big hump in their nose and he'll just like make it flat, like to remove the hump. But it looks seamless. Yeah. And to me, the same thing, I don't know what the fuck it is about certain celebrities. They go to shitty tattoo artists and they be going to shitty surgeons. Mm-hmm. I, when As I, if it's not their their bodies. You exactly. Know? Or is, if it's not that, like, you know, I know talented singer, beautiful singer, but people are looking at you. So that's something that you have to, even me, I don't like taking pictures a lot, but I make sure that my tattoos are done by certain people. It's the way that they flow, you know, is aesthetically pleasing because, you know, I just know that even though um, against my own will, I will probably eventually be a public figure. Um and <laughs> but Thanks. if Rex has anything to do with it, yeah, exactly. Um, and it's just very mind boggling to me because first of all, it's so much research. There's so many people to go to, and it's just like I feel like they just see one person and be like, "Oh, I'll do that." Because the person whoever did her nose job had no, I feel, it seemed like they had no idea what they were doing. Yeah. So Summer Walker, if you haven't noticed, like she was beautiful as she was. You know, she admitted to getting some stuff done to her. Um, but. Some, like, you know, a little puff puff when it butt. She got a boob job. And then she recently has started fucking with her face. And, like, I was just, like, I was, like, Sabrina, I don't know what's going on. She looks, like, I just hate looking at her because why would you go ruin a beautiful, such a beautiful face? Like, she really is a striking girl. Mm-hmm. And Sabrina was, you were saying to me, like, okay, yeah, but, like, she was not okay with how she looked. And I believe a lot of black women 
You said, I believe a lot of black girls have body dysmorphia and mm-hmm. nobody is talking about it. Yep. And that kind of got me to think and thinking like, like, look at my first thought. Like, I always feel like if you're black and you have black features, you should be embracing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if you are dark skin. And you're like, yo, where the bleach cream at? I'm like, that is embarrassing to not love your skin. Yeah. Or if you got nappy hair, like when I hear people say, I got nappy hair, that is embarrassing to me. Like you should be loving it. When you got a big nose and you like, mm, I'm like, that is embarrassing. You should be loving it. You should be loving your big lips. You should be loving anything about you that makes you black, right? Because I am somebody who has had positive um, association with black things despite hearing negative things Mm -hmm. like I can always count on the fact that from the beginning I had a mom who was dark skinned who was beautiful who preached that self love to me but you can't always assume that other people had the same thing or that their voice at home is the loudest they Mm -hmm. might have a voice inside other people may have made them think that they're ugly see like for them in like seeing brandy and stuff like that growing up was may not have been enough like european beauty standards or even a mixed beauty standards might have been what took over Mm -hmm. so it's like i kind of have to look in myself and be like okay why why is it that I judge people for black girls harsher for being insecure? And it's because I assume that if you're not proud, you're almost like a sellout, you know? Yeah, and it's not, again, necessarily like self-hate. It's just because for me, when, because as like elementary school, I went to school with white kids. Yeah. And I remember everybody being obsessed with the white girls, the white girls who had like long hair. And like I had long hair too, but my hair still was different from them. Mm-hmm. And like, everybody was obsessed with the white girls, and they automatically was, like, you know, seem pretty, and people would, like, they always look, like, you know, so happy to me, and nobody, like, questioned, like, you know, are you angry? Are you this and a third? Blah, blah, blah. And then also growing up being, like, a chubbier kid. Um, and I look back on it, and I'm like, I was a kid. Like, you know, and most kids are, you know, like, it wasn't even, like, I wasn't one of those. I was a very active kid. I was always outside. And it's not like I was a kid where my mom would just let me lay in the house and just eat all the time. Like, I just was, like, a chubby kid. And um, even when when I realized, like, why I started, like, being, like, um, I need to take pictures of myself more often because when I had lost a lot of weight, I literally thought I was still almost 300 pounds. I did not enjoy it, anything. I did not like taking pictures like that. Um, I barely took any pictures. I still was like thinking that I looked the same and like people would compliment me and stuff like that. And I'd be like, oh, like I still have a long way to go, all this stuff. And then when I gained the weight back, I was like, and I would look at the pictures, and I'd be like, oh, my God, I look like this? What the fuck? That's crazy. And then even in 2018, I had bust my ass, and I had lost a lot of weight, and I didn't realize it because I was comparing myself to somebody else. And then I look back on those pictures, and I'm like, what the fuck? So now I'm, like, trying to, like, work on myself so I don't go back to that because if, like, when I look at my quote-unquote progress, I'm like, oh, I'm not getting anywhere, so I might as well just, like, indulge or whatever. Um, yeah. And, like, sometimes I do think that, like, it might be, like, mild by this point because sometimes I really don't 
understand how I look is very weird. So that's why I, like, really sympathize for people, especially, like, Little Kim. Because, like, the stuff that – the extreme surgeries that Little Kim has, like, gone through is not, like – wouldn't necessarily like you know normal Mm-mm. um and she was so pretty like when she but first came out we all thought she was beautiful we all thought but it's like when people really like you just look at yourself and you're like i don't i can look like this i could do this i can do this and it's just like you comparing yourself to all these people around you and you're like oh my gosh like i could just i just don't that's why i feel like so bad for some marker because she is again like she struggles with social anxiety, and she seemed like, even though she, like, take pictures and pose on stuff, she seemed like a very shy person, and I feel like she just don't see seems herself. She's obsessive. You know, she seems like she's obsessed with yeah. trying to make her, I, I don't know if she maybe never got this attention before, but it's like she's obsessed with being hot, hotter, and hotter, and hotter, and I'm, I feel like she got the ass job, the titty job, and she became body goals, mm-hmm. and now she like it's like oh I'm obsessed with being sexy, I'm obsessed with being sexy, and I even think about Janet Jackson too, like you know Janet Jackson was beautiful when she was Penny, yeah, she was beautiful when we saw her. Nobody th- didn't think she was adorable, but it's like to go and get that like nose job and to really take away the thing like that african-american feature like for me that is something like i'm so embarrassed to not to ever seem not happy to be black but also like um, but i'm not saying that's okay i'm just saying like that's my mindset so far because i do love everything that makes me black like i do i do love everything and it's crazy but i haven't always been that way when it comes to my hair yeah for example like and I think, again, like, the perfect example is because, like, while my mom was such a, like, black queen and taught me, like, oh, love your dark skin, or black is beautiful, she also was the first person to make me feel like my hair was bad. Mm-hmm. Not because she didn't know. It was just a time we grew up in. And it took me 24 years, 23 years, actually, just a few years, up until I was 23 years old, yeah. to really be like, same. I am not, um, this isn't ugly. Like, natural hair is actually really, really great. I don't care what my parents have to say about it. I'm just going to rock out. And, it like, it when I look back, I was I am embarrassed that I really, really, really could not stand the sight of my natural texture. Oh, that's when I, I felt new growth and I come to my hair, I was disgusted. Like, I was really disgusted by my new growth. Yeah, and, like, my mom is crazy because, like, my mom was the same way growing up. She's like, oh, you know, like, didn't even give my natural hair a chance. Like, when I was five, I got a perm. Mm-hmm. But then when I got into, like, college and stuff, my mom stopped getting perms. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, my mom stopped getting perms. So I'm like, I'm going to stop getting perms. Yeah. And then you, like, then I was like, I was kind of scared to commit it to commit to it and then you did it and I'm like oh my gosh my mom email I'm like I might as well do it but also like my I never felt um in my home ugliness because first of all my mom does not even really acknowledge white people she do not acknowledge like white beauty Mm-mm. she is so she's the type of person that when they voted the black person off American Idol she would stop watching the show like <laughs> my mom is like so like she don't really like yeah, not white, yeah European beauty standards do not affect her she just like if we see a white girl that's cute she's like oh she's pretty she's the, the standard third but she don't really that don't really consume her yeah. so it definitely didn't happen in my household I think for me when I went to school with white kids and mm-hmm. seeing 
and how they were treated and how like the boys like everybody just liked them and thought they was like always just so pretty they didn't even have to do anything they were just people just were like so obsessed with them and like people being skinny and people were like oh my gosh like they wouldn't have to do anything but people would just be like so like enamored with them like they would be so obsessed with them and I just was like wow like nobody like people I'm just like funny like that's it like, I just wonder like, what what can I do to like bridge the gap because like, all right if a white girl is like you know I'm just like I'm not happy with my body I think it's easy for me to understand unfortunately because I don't care about their beauty standards you know what I mean yep, I'm very detached but yeah. when a black woman like I never forget like seeing like this woman these women I think they were like I don't know either Caribbean or African they they had an accent right mm-hmm. they came into the hair supply store and they asked for that that whitening cream, white, like white, white delicious. delicious yeah and when I saw them ask for that I was so disgusted I was like how can you one why the fuck are y'all selling this Two, how do you come in here and ask, why are you not ashamed? Or, like, how angry we were with Black China for, like, these whitening creams. Like, why are you not ashamed? Then it's like, all right, I need to work on extending that same grace and recognizing that it, other people may not be there with their pro-Black love journey. Like, mm-hmm. they may not be right there where they're just like, no, 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 I love every single thing about being, like, Black. I love it. Like, you know, it's just, it might be a work in progress for them. Mm-hmm. So I just, I kind of need to get there because, like, right now, I'm just like, yo, how, like, I don't know. Also, I feel like people think that, it's like the Superman complex, like, black women are supposed to be, like, have this super strength as opposed to, like, never supposed to have show any sign of weakness. Insecurity. Any, insecurity or any sign of vulnerability. And that's hard because now since we're, you know, our beauty standards are trendy or whatever like that, it's still hard when... Like, for instance, I see so many people that, like, that I consider my friends and I like, and I have to constantly mute them on Twitter because they are so obsessed with whiteness. Mm. And they don't even realize that they are, but they are so obsessed with it. Like, a white girl could do, like, a minuscule thing, and they are just obsessed with it. And then I see that, and I'm just like, you don't treat me the same, or you don't talk about me the same way that you talk about this white girl. And it's like, they're not even doing anything. They just have a smoky eye, and they look like, you know, they're like... Mediocracy. uh, Yeah, exactly. So. That I can see how that can like eat somebody alive and be like, you know what, let me just like change this so I can be, you know, because when I was um younger, I remember it was like this light skinned girl um who had like very curly hair. I don't know, I think she might have been like Puerto Rican or whatever, and all the boys were like in love with her. They were so in love with her. And I just felt like so I just was like, and this was like when I was in elementary school. I just was like, wow, like, people don't like me because I'm not, like, light-skinned because mm-hmm. um, I'm not as light as her. Like, I just was like, I don't, you know, I don't get it. And then that was, like, probably one of the first times I remember, like, feeling, like, really ugly. Yeah. Because this girl who was, like, a different ethnicity and she was, like, super light and she had super long hair and everybody was obsessed with her. And that was literally in elementary school. You know, I think my problem is that because, like, the thing that I had been most self-conscious about and the thing that I was teased most about was, like, just my size and taking up space. And it became so clear that I could never change it. So because I could never change, and I've, like, talked about this before, because I couldn't change the thing that 
I hated the most about myself, it forced me to be like, not just, oh, you can't change it, so you might as well be what people say you are. Oh, my dad and just, like, me feeling like, you know what? If you take up space, you better give people something to look at because mm-hmm. you can't help the fact that you're tall. So from me not being able to change the thing about myself that I hated, I always kind of, I know now through, like, some time and self-love and just persevering through all the negativity that you will come around to loving yourself. Mm -hmm. You really will. And I feel like people don't give themselves a chance to love themselves anymore because they can quickly change whatever they hate about themselves. It's so hard also, like, when you're in the spotlight and you just, like, feel, like, so much pressure probably. It is hard, but you also do have access to way more resources than a lot of other people who don't have the money to go get surgery. It's very true. So it's like part of it has to be a willingness to want to do the to to, to know it exists you have to first yeah, know they that probably don't even know no, what it and is. it's it's hard to be it's hard to because know nobody gives black women a chance to be feel be insecure about anything or to give us the terminologies yeah to even know like oh body dysmorphia because i didn't is know a what thing. i didn't know what body dysmorphia was until i was like on the internet reading about stuff and, and like, i didn't know about it until you because i'm just like i never of course i've never heard any you no know, my mom don't talk about body dysmorphia like because i didn't know Again, also, like, I saw it through, like, white girls, like, saying, exactly. like, you know, how, like, oh, my God, like, I feel like this. I feel so fa-. But, like, literally, sometimes I, like, look at pictures of myself and I get scared because I'm like, that don't look like me. Or I and forget I what I look. I look like outside of my, my vision. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't see myself navigating through the world. So when I see, and I'm, but I'm the opposite. I'm obsessed with looking at myself because I'm like, I love it. Like, I like what I see most of the times, but sometimes I'm freaked out because I'm like, yo, sometimes my I don't look the way I think, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, like, also that's why, like, I always have to have full body pictures, like, if I'm, like, on a date and site or something like that, and then I get freaked out because I'm like, I don't look as big as I think in the pictures, and I'm like, do I really look like this? Yeah, no, and, I mean, you know I do that. I, I Or I always pick other girls' bodies who are bigger than mine and yeah. be like, oh, my gosh, my body twin. You're like, Iman, you, you two aren't the same build yeah, at all. Always. And it's because in my mind, I have this big personality, and I've just kind of settled in it, like, it used to be the opposite. When I was a kid, I was like, damn, I can't believe I looked that big in the picture. And now it's like I always think I'm bigger than what I am. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. It's, like, the weirdest thing. That's how I'm, like, trying to get better with, like, posting pictures and, like, getting uncomfortable stuff. But I, because I really, like, if if it's not Iman taking my picture, I do not trust I do not trust it. I, like, I feel, like, panic. Yeah, and, and I've seen why, it before. I've seen you be like, I don't like that picture. And I'm like, it's just a picture. It really freaks me out. Yeah. Like, I really, I don't get scared often, but that freaks me out. I'm like, I do not want to see that. And, like, that's why, like, sometimes I don't upload certain pictures because I'm like, I don't want to, like, it just freaks me out to see. Yeah, no, it really does. And I just, um. And, like, honestly, you really are, like, one of the only per- people that I really trust to take my picture. Because I know what you're looking for. Like, I know what angles and stuff you're looking for. And I also know that if I take the wrong picture, it's going to set us back, like, three months of taking pictures. <laughs> I'm like, I better nail it. Um, But, yeah, for me, I just, I really, like you were saying, like, learn about body dysmorphia through the lens of white women. I feel like I learned about so many issues, like depression, like um eating disorders, like um schizophrenia. Like, I always learn about it through, like, 
this just like white people owning up to it and like going through it first and then it becomes apparent to me that oh wow as a woman of color like we like I can go through this too like oh my god depression is not something segmented it's like the depression is something humans go through and I am human therefore I could go through it Mm -hmm. body dysmorphia is something humans go through with and black girls are human therefore we go through it too Mm -hmm. and just because we scream our black is beautiful hashtag melanated queen hashtag black girls rock doesn't mean that that's enough to get through and pass real issues exactly and we kind of have to as hard even as hard as it is for me recognize that and be like all right how can we uplift people um, and make sure that they don't feel like they have to just go down a rabbit hole. For Summer Walker, there may be nothing we can do, but for the women in our lives who are saying, let, don't, don't let make them feel embarrassed for admitting that they don't like something about themselves. Exactly. Help like, them work through it. Because, like, even I noticed there is a difference with how some of um, people, and, like, I'm going to say, like, you know, some of my listeners, some of y'all, treat black women who are alternative and white girls are alternative. As soon, like, honestly, it's human nature. Everybody wants to be desired. But every time y'all see a picture of a white girl with, like, a weird haircut and she, like, is, like, you know, giving goth or whatever, it's like, oh, my gosh, I want her to kill me. I love She's so hot. She's you the center, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, when it's somebody that, like, is a black girl that's an alternative, it's just, like, it's crickets. You know what, though? I I guess I'm on the right side of the listeners because all the people I follow... You don't see stuff No, like I don't see that. And I that's don't... because I'm, like, in an alternative hub. Yeah, and because what... I'm like, maybe all alternative listeners because I'm literally thinking about, like, the, the listeners that I follow... Well, I'm talking about the people that I don't even know that listen. Oh, okay. Because you know cool, people cool. be sneak listening. Oh, all right. So you're not talking about our literal listeners. No, 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 You're no, just no, trying no. to hold people accountable. Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck? Ge- Who be doing it? No, I'm talking about people in general. Oh, like, okay. Even if you listen, if you, you know. Thing is, I, white people don't really come on my timeline. So that's my, that, like, the thing is, I do have to log off Twitter because you, you I, I've explained how I get when I don't see, when I see shit I do not like. And that is one thing I do not like. I'm sorry. Like, the rest of the world is very white and Twitter is my social media and I, I don't have it don't have to be white. So I don't know. I understand that we're part of two different communities and that hardcore community is almost innately white, but I'm just I can't. I cannot see that on my timeline. It'll it's just not natural to me. It's not natural and no. I already have to fucking compete in the world. I'm not competing with whiteness on my timeline. Period. It's just not happening. So um, yeah, let's just try to be understanding to the the black girl in your life. We have self, we have issues with our confidence too, and they manifest differently. It doesn't always look like oh, like what was me? I have this condition, even though that's okay. Like it's okay to just be like, I need help. I don't like this about myself. But unfortunately, because of all these complexes for us, it often looks like. I'm just going to change it. Like, I feel like we don't even talk about it with people. We just change it. So, like, try to keep your eye open for what self-consciousness con- con- mm-hmm. looks like amongst your friends. You know? Period. So, that's it for this week's episode. You know, guys, I'm just excited to go to bed. Like, I'm Night-night. excited. And to watch MTV Crips. Um, so, yeah, make sure you check us out um, on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch, and you can follow me on Instagram at Imam and on Twitter at It's Matei. It's Sabria. It's Frank and Femme on Instagram and Frank and Femme underscore 
on Twitter. Sorry, we I thought I got it wrong. <laughs> we love to see it. Also, keep the reviews coming, y'all. Please keep the reviews coming, y'all. I know we love that. And also hit us up on um on the Gmails at BlackGirlBrunches. Yeah, because I, I, be ch- I been watching you in the sky. Oh, yeah, so make sure y'all send us uh, some emails. All right, you know what? That's it. Bye. Peace.